You are listening to Heavenly Warriors, the podcast for anyone who wants to learn the deeper supernatural truths not taught in most mainstream churches. Your hosts are best-selling author and guests on shows like The History Channel and Coast to Coast AM, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh, and me, a former atheist cop turned exorcist and author. This podcast is brought to you by my newest book, Boxing Blindfolded with Demons, which can be found at rickbellwriting.com, R-I-C-K-B-E-L-L-W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com, and by Dr. Joy Jeffrey Pugh's newest book, Beastmark, which you can find at drjoy.com, that's D-R-J-O-Y-E.com. Whether you believe in the devil and demons or not doesn't matter to them. In fact, demons prefer you don't believe, so you'll never know what's hitting you when they attack. The truth is, we have invisible enemies who want to rob us, attack our families with sickness and addictions, and cause us to struggle financially. We want to help you become a stronger and smarter heavenly warrior. You know how you know when you're over the target, Dr. Joy? It's when everything that can break or give you little headaches starts to do that, especially with electronic equipment, which uh, we're dependent upon to bring these podcasts, to bring these broadcasts out. There is a fairly complex process to put all of this together and synchronize it and edit it and get it to upload where it's supposed to. I was just um, informed by one of our listeners earlier today. They said, hey, where are the last two podcast broadcasts that you and Dr. Joy did? They're not on the Heavenly Warriors channel. I said, well, I uploaded them. And this person said, they're not there. I, so I started digging. Come to find out, I apparently have two ch Rumble channels. But I wasn't aware of that. I have one that's in my name, and the other one is the Heavenly Warriors. So somehow, the last two episodes we did were uploaded to the personal, <laughs> personal account, which I didn't know I had, Instead of the Heavenly Warriors. I don't think anything about it. I mean, when it uploads, it uploads. But there's a little button you have to check when you're doing... There's always a little button. When you're doing the upload, there's this little box you have to check that tells Rumble, the video hosting service, to put this on the Heavenly Warriors channel. Well, if that one little box is forgotten about, it doesn't get up there. So this person pointed it out. But it's, it's just... Part of the whole, when you go into, the, this is spiritual warfare. What we are engaged in is not, it's not a hobby. It's not something that I would encourage people, you know, to delve into. Like, ooh, this is going to be fun. Like, you know, going and doing a, a ghost hunt or a seance. No, no, no. This is, this is doing damage to an enemy. We're like the resistance. In World War II, they were behind the enemy lines. There was the French resistance, and they would constantly be sabotaging the Germans and doing everything they could to just mess their day up. All right? We're like that resistance. The Nazis, the Germans, they would do anything to find these French resistance 
uh, fighters because they did so much damage to that Nazi, uh, uh, you know, their efforts. We were just speaking before we went on air. We're, we're doing a book. We're writing a book together. And you had spent quite a bit of time dictating, writing the book. What happened to that, Dr. Joy? <laughs> you know, this has been going on with me really from the first time I ever started actually writing. I had problems with my computer, and it's really weird things. But the other day, I was starting to write on something with a chapter that we were looking at doing, and I sit down and put my earphones on, and I'm dictating away, and, you know, it's just flowing like it's supposed to from the knowledge that God has given me in the research that I've done. And so I noticed it wasn't keeping up with me. That was the first thing. And I thought, why is it it's being so slow? So I slowed down my pace to talk a little slower to make sure that it was getting everything I was saying. And then I'd have to wait. And I watch it. It finally printed out. And I'm thinking, this is just ridiculous. What is wrong with this? So I've been doing this now for an hour. It took me about an hour to get it up running and I'm thinking it's just probably because we've been through the hurricane and there's some problems still with the connections. So I was already a little bit frustrated going into it because it took so long to get everything prepared to start doing what I needed to do. And of course, Rick, as you know, and, and anyone that knows me, I hardly sit down five minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, my life is totally moving and doing yes. things. Yes, go, go, so go. I, I'm, not, I'm not just like sitting still looking at the wall. So it was already frustrating that I was having the problem getting it to come up and, and getting it uh, where I needed to put the information. So like I say, I've been doing that for about 30, 45 minutes with this dragging situation. And then I'm, I'm really frustrated because it's not bringing up the last thing that I said. And so I looked up at the top and it said that it was not responding. And I thought, okay, I'll just sit here and wait. And it just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. And finally, I thought, well, it's, it's got it. Now it's quit spinning. And I went to go on and hit my enter button to go on. And it goes completely out of the program. I mean, I'm not mm. exiting <laughs> anything. Right. I hit enter to go to the next yeah. paragraph. And it goes out of the program. Yeah. And then it wouldn't let me back in the program unless I restarted the whole system up. And I'm thinking, oh dear. So I'm thinking, I go into safe mode, and when I come out, it would let me choose that particular thing that I was working on. I do all of the stuff like I should normally do when it comes back up, guess what? Nothing is even there for me to restore. Where did it go? I, I looked and looked and looked, never could find anywhere it could have put it in a file. Yep. It was literally gone. So, um, I, I, I used to get really frustrated, very frustrated back yeah. when I first started doing this, but it's been a constant thing. Either the printer messes up yeah. or the computer messes up, or like you say, it's so slow, it won't do something right. So today to make my mind feel better about that, it was not something in the, in the cable system, the guy came out looked at the cable outside of my house, tightened it up, came in, went upstairs, looked at my modem, checked all of that. Everything was working perfect. Hmm. So you're kind of, so I'm, I looked at him and I said, look, let me just show you something like on, on this, on my, even my emails, how this does this. 
well, Rick, would you believe when I would click it, it would go to it? And I'm like looking at him going, it's not doing this yeah. like this. Right. So it's very frustrating. And it has been that way for a long, long time. And until people really get a grasp that when you're doing things to attack the enemy, that, that Satan does as scripture tells us. I mean, we're not seeing anything that's not scriptural. It says he has power over the air. He does. And clearly, when it comes to electronics and all the stuff that I write about in my new book, Be Smart, yes. it tells you that the frequency, the vibrations, the patterns of the electromagnetic frequency, which is what we're made of as well as what our electronics are made of. And now that we're into 5G technology, all of it's involved with frequency because we become like tuning forks. So once you get to the science of understanding how Satan can manifest and how he can use his powers against you, you're blown away by it. I know we were studying the book of Job the other night, and I don't think a lot of people understand how powerful Satan really is. But, you know, he goes before God and he's He's saying all these things about Job, and then God says, well, you know, you can do everything, but you can't take his life. But what we see in that scripture is that he brought whirlwinds. He destroyed his family. I mean, he brought, uh, uh, you know, a terrible sickness, uh, boils and things on Job. I mean, there's just so many things. He he put things in his friend's ears. He, he made his wife attack Job. I mean, it was everything you can think of, and you wonder... When you're doing little things like we're doing and we get frustrated about it, so many times that frustration will build. And if you continue to get upset about it, you will find it gets worse and worse with each time something goes wrong. Because if you stump your toe and then you fall over something and something falls down and then the cat screams or something, it just seems like if he knows he's got you in that frustrated mode. And I clearly was that way the other day because I was already frustrated sitting down trying to get even into the programs. And then it was just constant whatever. And, of course, you know, when I lost everything, I didn't have the time to go back because my schedule is such that I've got something else I've got to do. So the time frame that I had was clearly I lost everything that I was going to be doing during this time frame, and it was very frustrating. But I had to be careful because, Rick, what he does if you go to the next thing, if he can make something go wrong there and get you even that much more frustrated, I yeah. mean, I, I've seen it. Yes. So these are things that I think people, we've always thought, by, by golly, I'm just having bad luck. Yeah. It has nothing right. to do with luck. No. It is no. everything has come with choreographed yeah. against you. The enemy knows you. They know your frustration levels. They know what's important to you. They know how important it is. And you'll find when it's something that doesn't mean a lot to you, you never have a problem. But let it mean something to you. Let your heart be in it. Let you be doing it for the, the Lord and for the purpose of the Lord. And then you will see that manifestation. And I know that, you know, people that have lived near me and close to me that have walked this path with me a little while, they have been able to see just how that works. And, and you know, Starting out as a Christian, I used to get so frustrated. I would be in tears. I'd be crying. I'd be like, Lord, why are you letting this happen? Mm -hmm. Until I come to the really realization after doing especially this last book, Be Smart, is to really get a grip on these things are here with us. They're all around us. 
scripture says they're watching us and they are intelligent it's not like we're dealing with another human being we're dealing with principalities and powers in high places that literally the scriptures say if we don't have jesus on our side we cannot fight it super intelligence and here's an illustration of that when i was fighting when i was a boxer you look for tendencies and reactions in your opponent in other words I would throw a jab with that's your, my left hand because I'm right-handed. My right hand would be on my back foot because that's my power punch. I would throw a jab and watch how he moved his head. If my opponent moved his head to his left to get away from my jab, I would say, aha. I would throw two more jabs and get him, pick his rhythm up. And the third time I threw the jab and he moved his head to his left, I would clock him with a right hand straight in because he'd put his head there. An opponent watches your reactions. The demons watch our reactions to things to set us up. If you, when you've been doing this a while, you will learn the rhythms of the demon. The attacks almost always come in clusters. They're cluster attacks. If it's one thing that happens during your day every six or seven days, it rolls off your shoulder. If there are 14 things that happen in a one-day period, you start, you're a human being. You start getting frustrated and you start thinking, oh my God, what? Now, wait a minute. That's not the way that's supposed to work. What is going on here? And the more you try to stay in your um, figuring it out mode, in your rational mind, the deeper the demons are setting you up for that jab, right hand, boom, right over the top, clocking you. When in an interesting um, thing, the Lord just showed me this. I say when we get on these podcasts, uh, I get in a, and I believe you do too, I get in a spiritual zone here. Something happens and I start getting these, we flow in these, for people that don't know this, we never talk about what we're going to talk about. We never write it down. There's no outline. There's no nothing, anything. We get on here and we follow the Holy Spirit, what he's leading at the time. Here's something he just spoke to me. In Job that you brought up, that was very interesting, Satan went to the Lord to get permission to do these things to Job. He had to get permission. The Lord just told me, you can give Satan permission If he doesn't go to the Lord, you can give him permission by getting in a sin pattern, okay? By your reaction, you. See, Satan has to have a permission to attack you. There has to be, it's legal. Everything in that demonic realm is like a court of law. When you go into a court of law, there are rules and standards and something called case law. That's settled law. That's what the law is. And attorneys argue what, you know, how their situation is interpreted through the lens of that law. Satan's the same way. In the spirit world, it's legal. They have to have, if if there weren't legal boundaries in the spirit world, we would be dust right now. He He would wipe us out after torturing us and putting us six feet under. We would be vaporized, there, so there have to be boundaries. We give the enemy permission by our choices. The way we spoke about it in, in the last podcast was action and reaction. 
our reaction to something is going to determine if we are giving Satan the, the green light to let him in. You, you, you have to think of it, it's like, if you live in a neighborhood that's full of burglars and thieves and drug dealers that are surrounding you, and you go off to work and leave your front door open, <laughs> what do you think you're going to find when you come home? You've been cleaned out. Because they've come in and you've left the door open for them to do that. When we make the wrong choices, for instance, when everything's breaking loose, all hell's breaking loose in your day and you're, you're losing stuff you work for hours on the computer, it's, it, you get a, just a, it's like a gut punch. You know, it's a sickness. You think, oh, my God, it's sick in my stomach. i got to go redo this. If we respond in the way Satan wants us to we lower our vibration, and we let in those demonic entities to start attaching to us and bringing more stuff. This is why the Bible tells us not to sin. It's not that God is this big, uh, you know, hammer-wielding entity who wants to crush our fun and spoil our party and tell us, don't do this, don't do this, he's dictatorial, don't do this, don't do that. He tells us that for our own good because when we sin we open our front door to the burglars who are our neighbors who are all around us when we sin we give permissions to the dark side to come in that's why god forbids certain things it's not that he doesn't want us to have fun <laughs> or have a full joyful life it's because it's dangerous when we do those things because what we open ourselves up to, and it is a very real, let me tell you, one of the things that exorcists are, um, when someone is wanting to do, you know, exorcisms and things like that, one of the things the older exorcists sometimes will ask a new guy that's coming, he'll say, are you married? Do you have any pets? That's what they ask them. Uh, what kind of financial situation are you in? That's what the older exorcists ask the young guys because they know the vulnerabilities, what these demons can do. You know, they're attacking your computer today. Tomorrow, it could be your health or the way they work, the health of someone you care about who's close to you. They will attack your animals. They may not kill them, but they'll make them sick. I have been a recipient of this. It is real. And it doesn't matter that you don't believe in it or don't believe it. Because it believes you. <laughs> it believes in you. And it can, you know, the dark entities have a power. They have power. And like you said, they're highly intelligent beings. The only thing they lack is wisdom. They don't have the wisdom of God, but they have high intelligence. And they can outthink you, outmaneuver you. They can set up clever, the most clever traps. You, can, you never can discern them, but they don't have wisdom. So that's where you have to ask the Lord. The Bible says, if any person lacks wisdom, let them ask of the Lord who gives it. That's the wisdom that you need. See, what we're talking about in these podcasts is wisdom. 
These things that we're sharing with the listeners are uh, hopefully to instill wisdom, a deeper level of understanding in you about how things really work. We've we've been on a... Um, it's like a trip to Disneyland, Christian Disneyland, and we've just been having a good time all these years, and, uh, you know, gimme, 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 my name is Jimmy, more prosperity, we want, we want to just, you know, have a good, happy life. Well, times have changed, and we're under severe demonic attack right now. We're in a time that, that we've never seen anything. It's, in fact, it's coming so fast and furiously, we can't catch our breath. I'm getting requests to do deliverance things on people. They're, they're pouring in, uh, people emailing me, reaching out, especially since we're doing these podcasts, and people hear about it. And they want, they want help because they're being attacked by demons. There's good news and bad news. The good news is there is a Holy Spirit. There is a power that can f- defeat this, these dark entities in your life. The bad news is you are going to have to invoke it yourself. You are going to have to do the eviction. You're the landlord of your own body and your spirit. You're in control, not me. All I can do is, through the Holy Spirit, identify the demons that have you. And yet, they will manifest because I... You know, God's given me this anointing to deal with these things, and when I start speaking to a person who's demonized, they'll manifest. There's something that'll, those things will come up in them. But I can only, you know, call them up, maybe get them out temporarily, but you are going to have to keep them out, because when I'm off the, you know, the Skype call with you, or I'm not in your house anymore, those things are going to come back. And you you have to change a behavior. There's a behavior that allowed them to come in, whatever it is. And it could be a generational thing that you technically didn't have anything to do with. Uh, Your grandmother may have been in witchcraft or something. And those things are real. They open doors and open portals. But you have to renounce that. You have to, first of all, realize it. That's the thing that's most important. You have to realize it first. That's uh, deliverance minister and help you to realize because they get discernment in the spirit realm, and they say, hey, tell me about this. Tell me about your grandfather, and, and it'll usually come up. But then you have to renounce that and, and understand that's how the demon's getting in. That's the root of how they get there, and they probably have a lot of their underlings with them. But make no mistake, the same thing we said, action, reaction. Start training your reactions not to react in a way that is going to open a door for anger or frustration. Listen, there are so... When you're doing something like we do, a ministry like this, and we still have to work. We, we, this is you know, not the full-time thing that we just come on here and, and live to do a podcast once a week. We have to work. Like Dr. Joyce said, she, doesn't have, she has five minutes maybe a day that she's in her chair. The rest of the time, she's go, 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 go. We have to do that. We have to be busy about the father's business and that includes earning money to be able to do this because we don't charge anything for these podcasts we don't make any money doing this we don't care about that but we have to pay bills because hey 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 i've got a a, something called a mortgage that people you know you got to pay this thing every month or you don't have your house anymore and you don't have your electricity turned on if you don't pay the bill but the way you react to the things that come at you is going to determine how you make it and you've got to do it 
yourself. We can't do this for you. It really depends on everything that you look at in your life, and you have to view it through knowledgeable eyes. That's one thing that I think most people don't really stop and think about as to what is really at play because we have not been taught enough in our churches to understand even the Holy Spirit. Some churches just can't even deal with the fact that there's something that's paranormally a ghost. That's right. And it's a spirit. The spirit world is very, very real. And, you know, it has powers and principalities within it that far exceed the human capability. And you can see it constantly being told to us as Christians in Scripture. What does it tell you? It says to put on the whole armor yeah. of God. I mean, it's, it's literally telling you to put on something that's going to cover your head, the top of your head, to your feet. And it's all about things in regard to what uh, God expects you to be able to fight the enemy with. And when you think about the sword, the very sword is, is the Word of God. And what is the Word of God? It's vibrational frequency. Yep. It's how you're speaking to the enemy. You know, and if you think about when Jesus and his disciples and they healed and they cast out, they did it in Jesus' name. Well, we know that every word, even in the Hebrew letters, if you look at Hebrew letters and you say them and vibrate them like on sand, yeah. the sand will form the Hebrew letter that <laughs> you are speaking from the sound. It's amazing. So we're talking about that every word coming out of our mouth, and it says in Scripture that, you know, life and death or in the tongue. Yeah. You know, once you get this understanding that you and I have about what we're dealing with in the world around us and how scientifically I can prove it now. That's what I try can. to do in this book, Beastmark. I try to show here's what Scripture has been telling us all the time. Yes. But now here is the science yeah. that literally proves what Scripture's saying. So, you, you tied it all together. You tied it all together. There should be no, there's no more discussion. It's all there. It re it really is, and I, I feel like that if people will take the time to really read it, then you understand the things that you listen to, the people that you have in your life around you, the things you allow your mind to look and view, everything that you think, do, or say. No wonder Scripture says God knows about it. <laughs> Because it's all vibration. Yes. It's literally being sent from your body because we're like a tuning fork yep. and we're like a broadcasting tower with this pineal gland that I talk about in my book. It's a transponder. Yes. It's a receiver and it transponds information constantly in and out. That's why if you start allowing Satan to be a part of your life, you start doing things that are, in, uh, that are sins then that negative vibratory response, because it's negative, yep. when it starts happening, God leaves the building. I mean, we go back and we look at Scripture when, you know, the Holy of Holies was holy, when they had the Ark of the Covenant in there. If they didn't maintain the high priest completely without blemish to go in there mm. and do, and if he didn't do right and have himself cleansed totally, he, when he went into that Ark of the Covenant, they put a noose around his foot, and when he fell over in there because he was not clean enough to yep. be in there, pure enough, they had to drag him out 
from around the Ark of the Covenant. So when we look at the purity that's expected to be in God's presence, then you get a real grip when you look at the science, and I mentioned this before, that when there was a Japanese um, researcher who literally took water, spoke good things to the water, froze it, spoke bad things to another thing of water, froze it, looked at the crystals, you know, after they were frozen, the good water had these perfect, beautiful, snowflake-looking crystals. Everything was perfect. When the bad water was looked at under the microscope, they were all jagged and torn. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, our bodies, like we have been told by science, it's 90% water. So if you're allowing bad stuff to come into your mind and you're speaking it, and you don't even realize that, I mean, that's one thing we're all so bad about saying, well, I feel bad. I did this. This is, we, we're negative in our conversation. Well, how was your day-to-day? Oh, well, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We're always saying a lot of negativity. In fact, if you look at the newspaper, what sells? The yeah. negative sells. So you're being pulled into all negativity instead of staying in a positive mode. So that's why when we hear Scripture tell us, to put on the whole armor of God, that she have got to defend every aspect of you from the top of your head all the way down to your toes because any of the members of your body that get entangled in anything that's evil, your whole body is being affected by it. And that transponding receiving that's going on between you and the spiritual realm at all times, God is aware of everything you're doing. That's when it says he knows the very hairs on your head. He knows everything you think, do, or say. And there are many people that are alive on this planet that they can tell you every second of every day what they've done. They can be 80 years old and tell you what they did when they were five years old Mm -hmm. on this date or whatever. There are people who can do that with their brain's capability. All of us have that capability, but we just don't know how to utilize it. The thing it's telling you when a person can bring that up by memory, and I can bring it out in a person if they're hypnotized, and you can find out what they did and whatever. If that can be done, then just imagine how the creator is sitting there knowing everything. And people will say, well, I just don't want so-and-so to know about what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to tell you (laughs) that so-and-so does not matter. It's the man upstairs that has heard your thoughts seeing your actions, know what you're doing behind somebody's back or whatever, yeah. business, whatever you're doing. If you think, well, I'm, I'm doing this in secret. I'm doing this away where somebody doesn't see me. Or if everybody's doing it, it's okay. Remember, when you stand before God at the end of days, He is going to know everything you thought, said, did. I don't care if you were under the ocean. You know, locked in a box. He is going to know everything. It's because now with my book and my science that I've got there, I can prove to you that your body is like a cell phone tower. You're transmitting and receiving this electromagnetic energy. And that information is going and going and going back and forth through the atmosphere, just like AM, FM radio waves are going. You're producing that same thing, and that's why... People don't really understand that when, you know, you've got a cell phone number and that can dial you up in the middle of the ocean and it doesn't ring anybody else's phone, it rings your phone. But if I dial up your DNA and its response, because everybody is singing, everybody's vibrating, you can be in a, 
a crowd of millions of people. If I have your DNA frequency like God does, right. he's got your number. Know where to run, know where to hide, the whole nine yards. And when you give your mind and body over to Satan, guess what? He has the power over the air and those electromagnetic waves. He can utilize them to just continue to bring you down, 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 down. And that's why, you know, he can he can run people so ragged, they commit suicide. They never look for an answer. They never seek God. They never turn back and say, you know, Father, forgive me. He brings them so far away from God that you cannot hear God's voice. If you stay close enough to the Lord, people say, well, Joy, I never hear from the Lord. And I'm like, if you're not hearing that still little small voice in your mind that tells you don't do this, think about that. That's not right. Everybody has that unless you get to the point that you have turned your back so much on the Lord that all you are hearing is Satan. And I tell you, the people that I've worked with that were, you know, psychotic, schizophrenic, uh, and had bipolar, different kinds of situations, it was always amazing to me, especially with the schizophrenic people that I worked with, was that the other personalities that they had within them, which we know are entities of demonic uh, possession. Yes. And we, we see that in Scripture. I mean, this is not something we're making up. When, when Christ came to the guy and he was in the graveyard, he had 2,000 of them. Right. Mary Magdalene had seven that was delivered from her. So these things are very, very real. And what's interesting in the, in the work that I did with schizophrenics was that never at any time did any of those entities go, hey, you're a great person. Hey, let's go do something good. Or, hey, let's go to church. And they never heard that. They, heard, they were told, kill somebody, hate somebody, yep. do evil things, participate in sexual deviations, uh, hurting your uh, family, killing yep. somebody. I mean, I, I dealt with some that really literally wanted to kill people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, when they changed to the personalities of being, there was one in particular that became like an army guy. And when he was in that mode, Rick, if he could have got your hands, his hands on you, his strength yes. would have killed you with his bare hands. And because I had to deal with these people, I had people who worked for me that were huge men that were muscled up. And I'm talking about it would be people little like the size I am that they couldn't hold down. Right. Because I mean, literally, I saw someone my size throw three men in a jail situation mm -hmm. across the jail cell. Yep. And the guy was no bigger than I am. Yep. And he literally threw three men, six, one of them was probably six foot five and probably weighed 300 pounds. Right. And the other two men were nice sized men. And a, somebody with that kind of capability, that's when you see the capability of evil. When you're forced to have to deal with it, and I'm sure with the work that you did as a police officer, you saw those times when people had this strength that doesn't, you can't add it up. It does not make sense how a human body could do something like that. But having seen how you can hypnotize a person and their arm will be as straight as a board. I've seen a little girl have her arm done like that and a grown man could not even press her arm down. It was so straight out and so rigid. So that's when you understand that the capability of the human body can be manipulated and done all kinds of crazy things with it.
And if you're letting Satan play with you and your mind and his demons are there, oh my goodness, it's terrible. The uh, entire thing is getting into agreement. The Bible says if two shall agree as touching anything, whatever we you know ask in prayer, the Lord's going to do that. Now, sometimes it, it has to wait. It tarries. Just like in Daniel, sometimes, you know, the, the, message, the answer doesn't come right away. It may come days because angels may be wrestling with these demons. Mm-hmm. You, when you sin, um, and I, I'm trying to open up a different understanding from people who have probably heard that term sin their whole life from the time they were in Sunday school. And that, that has a meaning. That's one thing. But I want you to think of sin as entering into agreement with Satan. That's what it is when you... It's not... Sin is not because God doesn't like you to have fun. The Bible says God hates sin. Well, what he hates about it is the vibrational result it brings. So, the thing that you don't want to do... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anyone under the sound of my voice, the thing you don't want to do is breathe your last breath, die from this world in agreement with Satan on anything. If you are actively involved in an ongoing struggle that you have, a sin, whatever it is, you know what it is, an addiction, what you, fill in the blank. You are in agreement with Satan on that. There is an agreement. There's a type of claim check he has on you. And I don't know how that all sorts out in heaven because obviously I'm not God and I'm not there. But I'm telling you, the Bible says all liars will have their place in the lake of fire. The Bible specifically talks about things, behaviors, activities that you're not going to get into heaven if you're engaged in these things because you're in agreement with satan i don't know how far that extends but if i were you i would not risk one second of being in any kind of agreement with satan on the fact that he may have a claim check that will exclude you from going to heaven and you could end up in hell tortured forever because you were in agreement. You let him in. Agreement is something that you give. You have to choose to be in agreement. You can choose not to be in agreement or to be in agreement. If you are involved in something that's an ongoing sin, and you know it is, your conscience tells you, maybe you're trying to quit, maybe it's a habit, maybe it's an addiction, you have to get that under control, and you have to break that agreement with Satan to be able to say, in the name of Jesus This thing does not affect me anymore. It does not have a hold on me in God. I want to step out of agreement with anything that I've made. uh, uh, I've agreed with Satan in the past. And you agree by entering into activities God has forbidden. Okay, So this is a good thing for you to, to really meditate on and start to break that agreement. Anything, even if it's getting mad at when someone cuts you off in traffic and you have a tendency to get, you know, angry, to fire up. Stop that and say, oh, in the name of Jesus, I do not choose to be in agreement with Satan in anger. Father, I want to be in agreement with you and the Holy Spirit on everything. 
So right now, in the name of Jesus, I cancel all agreements I have with Satan. You've canceled them. Now, don't go pick it back up. Once you pick it back up, you enter back into agreement and it's a little stronger. Have you ever noticed when you go back to something, it's a little bit harder to get out of it the next time? It's because the Bible says he brings back seven of his demons, his buddies, to reinforce him so that he doesn't get ousted quite so easily the next time. And this is important stuff for you to get the concept of it. Okay, a lot of the things that we, we talk about, one of the things I don't like about podcasts and all that, it's just a personal preference, is when it comes on, the host will sometimes do 10 minutes of chit-chat. You know, well, how are you doing? What's going on? Well, my dog did this and that. I love people. I don't really care about their chit-chat or what. Get me the meat. Get me to what you, you're going to say in this thing. Okay, one of the things we do in this, as you'll notice if you listen to these, these uh, Heavenly Warrior broadcasts, we get right into it. We don't spend a whole lot of time just chit-chatting about things. We try to give you every minute of this thing is, is geared toward not, not, not telling my stories and being bragging on me or Dr. Joy bragging. We don't care about any of that. We're not 21 years old, okay? We've been doing this a while, a long, 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 long time. I got saved as an atheist in 1980. Do the math. <laughs> it's a long time. I've been in this stuff. But it's designed to help you. So all of the things that we talk about on here, we want you to take them uh, and share these podcasts with people. This is stuff that can help you because I feel in my spirit we, we are in right now a time of massive change. Things will never be the same. The way you grew up, the world you grew up in, even the world 10 years ago, is gone forever. There is a new normal that we are in right now, and it is spiritual warfare at the highest level. Dr. Joy's book, Beast Mark, is so timely because it, God says, I don't do anything unless I reveal it to my prophets. Well, there's revelation out there, and one of them is, is this book that Dr. Joy's written. God's giving us, he's saying, okay, this is how it works. Because my people perish, because they don't know what's going on for a lack of knowledge. Got to have the knowledge before you can do anything about it. If you don't have the knowledge, there's nothing you can do. You're, you're done. You're cooked. You're toast. But when you have that knowledge, you can act upon it. So that's what our, our goal with doing these Heavenly Warrior broadcasts are to do that. Dr. Joy, I'm going to let you go ahead and wrap it up. We're at our time. Again, it's really, really important that everyone stop and think about everything you think, do, or say. We get so caught up in just being in a routine. Everything you think, do, or say is making an impact on the people around you as well as yourself. And it's not something that you can ever say, well, um, I didn't say this or I didn't do that. God knows everything. I mean, He knows everything. He is, he is our creator. And the only person that can save you from an eternity in hellfire is the blood of Jesus. If you don't choose him to handle all these things, because all of us every day, we're going to be sinners. 
once we get saved, we get right back in. In other words, it's the moment you realize you've done something wrong, you ask forgiveness, get right back in the Word. These days are coming to the point that I fully believe because we're in the end of days, the time is short. And I, I, like Rick, believe that this is Satan's final stand, and he is going to do whatever he can do to try to destroy humanity. And that's why the push is right now for transhumanism. He wants to destroy humanity because humanity is in the image of God. And that's one thing that Satan is not in the image of. And he's very jealous of the fact that God created us in his image. So he is in delight to destroy you and your family every second of every day. And you have the choice. It's just like in the, in the book of Job. He could not take Job's life. But Job had the choice, uh, actually the choice, to either curse God and die or turn to God under all bad circumstances. And that, that book of Job is something that if, if you're not a Christian, read the book of Job. If you are a Christian, reread the book of Job. Because right now, you're going to start being faced with more and more and more and more of satanic attack. And if you don't stay true to yourself, only you can turn and, and seek salvation. Nobody can do it for you. You can't do it for anyone else. You can lead them. You can show them the way. But when it's, it, when it's your time to stand before God, you're going to be standing there either by yourself or with Jesus and his blood covering you. And let me just say this. The first boat out of here, if it is a rapture, you want to be on that. When that trumpet blows, that you're going to be going up. You do not want to be left on this earth when the great wrath occurs. Because if you do, Satan's army is going to be so strong. Once the Holy Spirit is removed, that's the only thing keeping the world halfway going in the order that it's going. The moment the Holy Spirit is removed, it is chaos. So today, make a decision that everything you think, do, or say, put your mind in, you know, in perspective to always think about your future. That's something we, we think about what we're going to do tomorrow. We, we plan and we have schedules and whatever. Every day, put your mind as your focal point to know what you are thinking about, what you are doing for God, how it is working with you and your family and the people around you. Because in the end, as I said before, your greatest asset is your soul. It lives forever. And there's only two places, heaven or hell. And I want you to always choose wisely. Thank you for listening to Heavenly Warriors. You can find the show notes for this episode at heavenlywarriors.com. If you join our mailing list while you're there, we'll send you something free as a thank you. Once again, this podcast is sponsored by my newest book, Boxing Blindfolded with Demons, which can be found at rickbellwriting.com, R-I-C-K-B-E-L-L-W-R-I-T-I-N-G.com, and Dr. Joy Jeffrey Pugh's newest book, Beastmark, which can be found at her website, drjoy.com that's d-r-j-o-y-e dot com if you liked what you heard make sure to subscribe to heavenly warriors and leave us a review on apple podcasts podchaser and audible do you know someone who would benefit from the heavenly warriors podcast 
please send them a link to this episode. We only grow when our listeners share the podcasts, and we really appreciate it. May God bless you. Until next time.